This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. To, to be 14 and 4 um, with everything that's going on, it's just a credit to the coaching staff, more so to the players. Uh, and Jason Light and, and uh, everybody having this roster, you know. And um, we talked in the locker room after the game. You put that Bucks helmet on, there's a level of expectation. And uh, it's not to re- you can't be the guy you're replacing. You just got to be the best guy that you can be. And these guys have all stepped in when they've got these opportunities and done it. Don't get caught up with who's catching the ball. Just throw it to the guys that are open. And don't force it downfield because you can get just as many yards dinking and dunking, making first downs. And, uh, yeah, it's, watching him play, he's a surgeon. Uh, you know, like I said, he's going to figure you out. You're going to play two deep shell after – if you're rotating, he'll figure all that out real quick. And uh, then it's, it's hard on the defense, that's for sure. Obviously, we had the one we liked the most, and uh, that's the no huddle. And uh, just doing a really good job with short intermediate passes, getting it out of his hands, knowing they're going to play soft. Uh, and I thought Byron did a great job of running the ball and making them stop the run, which opened up a couple of guys one-on-one. But it's, it, when you look back and do the self-scout, that's when we've been at our best this year. Right. And uh, so why not do it more? Hello, Bucks fans. We are live on Real Bucks Talk. It is a victory Monday, and it's a huge victory Monday because the Buccaneers took care of business against the Philadelphia Eagles in a big way. I I had a feeling that that defense was going to step up and show out because everyone was back and healthy. And boy, (laughs) boy, did they ever. Uh, So... Again, we are live on Bucks Report, also brought to you by the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michael Plus, and join, as always, my co-host, Mark Ramirez. Mark, it's got to feel good to, again, find a way, you know, this team finding a way to win and heading into the divisional round, which will also be at Raymond James Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's really nice to say that. Heck yeah. I mean, to be honest, let's put it this way. There was one hell of a playoff game i mean you're up 31-0 this is a the playoffs this is where teams really they crunch down and they analyze every little thing obviously tom did it offensively in just dissecting the eagles defense and we'll talk more about that but this was a total domination for like three quarters and they're like okay we'll just let a couple things in so there, at no point was i worried and that's kind of crazy to think and it's the playoffs but in ray j Awesome vibe, awesome atmosphere. I loved it. Whoever was there, I know you felt it too. It was awesome. But, I mean, 31-15, insane. Uh, I, just jumping off what I was saying, Tom Brady and what B.A. is mentioning, he's a surgeon. 
I mean, even defensive coordinator of the Eagles was saying prior to the week that uh, he's a trained killer. Yeah. And boy, did he chop him up. He literally easily read it. I, I was at the top. I was in 300 level, plus is down low. We split up the seats this time. And literally, you could see if they're playing back two, I'm going to get this ball out quick. They're mm-hmm. coming too high. It's coming out quick. The second they bring one in, Evans, okay, go ahead. Go across the field. I'll hit you. Is perfection. The decision making, just understanding when to when to push it, when not to. I loved it. Offensively, they did it. Defensively, you get your guys back and look what happens. Mm-hmm. Number one run defense from years past comes back, looks insane. Devin White looks insane. Jordan Whitehead near the line. I mean, they were all playing playing like with a meaning. And I loved it. Yeah, absolutely. And again, this was the first home playoff win for this franchise since 2002, which is crazy. You know, over 20 years ago, uh, I haven't had a home playoff win. And for the fans yesterday, it was electric. The The flags were waving around and it was just uh, it was a very cool scene, especially after that first drive. You know, uh, the Bucks just go right down the field, obviously get uh, a beneficial call and roughing the passer. Um, you know, on Tom and, and it was the right call. They continue to move and, you know, Gio Bernard and, and Keyshawn Vaughn, I thought played outstanding, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and obviously we had the early scare with, you know, Tristan Wirfs going down on the first drive. Uh, so really the, those are things we're going to talk about tonight um, as, you know, what can this offensive line do if they do have to play without a Tristan Wirfs or, or a Ryan Jensen as well. Uh, it's going to be, um, you know, every week as we get, you know, as they move on or, you know, just this next week coming up, it's going to be very much very difficult um, as it is in the playoffs, as you continue to climb those mountains um, that you face each round. Um, also, we'll, you know, we'll cover a little bit of the Arizona LA Ram game that's going on right now. I think the Rams are up seven to nothing, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we'll just give we'll give you updates on that as well. Um but yeah, like Mark said, defensively, it was uh, it was a great game plan, and I thought they had all the answers for Jalen Hurts. Again, Jalen, not a guy that reads the the field very quickly, um, so you take away those first options, usually he's going to struggle, and that's what that's what took place yesterday. Yeah, I mean, defensively, like I mentioned earlier, you get three pretty much Pro Bowlers back in Shaq Barrett, JPP. And Levante David. Yes, they were on a snap count. BA mentioned it. Levante played more than more than half the snaps. I think he said like what more than 35 snaps. But either way, you could just see the difference in the vibe, the knowing where to be in your spot. You didn't see Devin White arguing with players about where to be. And that's something he mentioned in his press conference, too. It's like, why did Devin White show up this time? Well, I mean. He was playing his assignment and doing what he had to do instead of trying to make up for other areas where people weren't knowing where to be. And that's huge when you can play your assignment in the scheme, not trying to be a Superman, which we always talk about. And it was huge. Jamel Dean balled out. Mike Edwards interception. Shaq even got an interception. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of good things in that defense. They were just flying around doing the things that they're normally doing because they're healthy. Pretty much everyone was back. I mean, maybe not at 100% capacity, but they were all back and they all know where to be. These are like the smarter guys. It wasn't big difference between starter and then rookie first-year player or just someone that's kind of filling in. So it was huge on the defensive side. 
I'll let you touch more on that. Yeah. I, again, I, you know, I was on a couple Eagles uh, podcasts this past week and just, I was telling them, I was like, you know, a lot of people are talking about how the run defense, you know, hasn't been very good the last eight weeks or whatever, you know, finishing, you know, in top 15 or whatever it was. Um, and there was the stats of us, you know, very bad against the outside runs. I think we we're like 30th in yards allowed in that ter- in that category. But I was telling him, I was like, okay, we're getting Levante David back for this game. You know, Shaq Barrett's going to be in there, JPP. Those three guys, like you said, it, it impacts your whole front seven because you're allowed to rotate guys in like Anthony Nelson and, and JTS and Devin White's allowed to play more calm and more collected and really just focus on his job and not try to do too much where he's trying to overcompensate for a Kevin Minter because he's not as athletic um, or, or aware as a, a Levante David. So having those guys in there and then you add in a Jordan Whitehead who can play more in the God, box Aaron. because of uh, said Mike Edwards and they had Antoine Winfield playing nickel in this game, which I thought was outstanding. You know, uh, Sean Murphy Bunting couldn't play. So just the use of their back uh, seven and, you know, the secondary was, you know, really good in this game. And I thought they played very well. Uh, So defensively, just like A's across the board, you know, obviously gave up up the touchdowns there at the end, but game was pretty much over. um, And they were daring the, the Eagles to, you know, pretty much pass the ball and the Eagles decided not to. But overall, I thought it was just a complete game, complimentary football all the way across. Yeah, and I was just kind of highlighting these things. I mean, look at Mike Edwards' nine tackles. Look mm. at the tackles for loss. I mean, you have Edwards with one, Whitehead two, right. Evan White one, Winfield Jr. one. I mean, Joe Tryon Sharenka had how many passes deflected there, there were. I mean, there was hands all over the place. There was just tackles behind the line. Right. This is literally what you want to see from an attacking defense that's forcing their will, not allowing – not playing passive, not being back, allowing the other team to kind of enforce their will. This is what we want to see. When you're healthy, you have JTS kind of shadowing the quarterback, doing things where you can use creative ways with JTS. He's almost like a an additional piece. What, what are you going to do with him? He can go in. You can also spy the quarterback. If there is, dare we say, Kyler Murray next week, or if it is um, Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. his foot's hurting too. I mean, send in the dogs. I mean, this is what we can do with this defense. And it's Jordan Whitehead on the line is phenomenal. I, I just, I love seeing it there. They mentioned it in a press conference, how using Whitehead on the line in the dam, in the dime package, mm-hmm. something we've been call, talking about for months, <laughs> let yeah. alone years probably. And it's, it just, he plays like a linebacker. So why the hell not use him in that fashion? And it just looks good. I mean, the defense is now, almost fully healthy and just keep doing, keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, guys, again, we appreciate you uh, joining us here live on real bucks talk. Again, a lot of good uh, comments here in the, in the section. Um, you know, a lot of people are pumped about being in the next round as well as, you know, who are we going to face coming up? Um, so obviously uh, let's see, let's just go through here. Uh, worse, uh, we don't have any updates as of yet. Uh, that's probably going to come later in the week, probably 
closer to Friday, uh, Bruce Arians talked about. So just got to hope for the best. Hope that swelling goes down soon and then get mobility back in there. Um, a couple things. Yeah. He said he's in a boot. We don't know anything until Friday. Mm. But the dude tried to go back in the game. They shouldn't have let him go back in the game. And then yeah. Jensen That's went back cool. and finished. Yeah, Frank right. Rams game. Damn. Frank, okay. <laughs> That's multitasking Dude. at its finest right there. Yeah, doing some some scouting for the enemy. Very good. Um, hey Jim, what's up, man? Uh yeah, Anthony Nelson again playing um in that rotation now. I think it, it just suits him well. He can bring more energy, and I think he's he's doing a, a very good job. Uh talks about Mike Edwards interception. That was a, a huge play in the game. You know, Jamel Dean falls down and Mike Edwards is right there uh, to come across the field and pick it off. So really good job. Um, that was huge. That was a heartbreaker for them, too. Mm-hmm. That was right before halftime, I believe. And they're they're hoping for some sign of a comeback or any sign of life. And Mike Edwards going clear across the screen or across the, the field mm-hmm. it almost looked easy. Like it was like a, a ball that was late and he just fell right into his arms. It's kind of right. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and th- and that's what, you know, Mike does. He's just a, he's a playmaker and I love seeing him out there. So I, I really like the, the combination that they went with um, in the secondary and I hope it continues. I know, you know, SMB is probably going to be back hopefully this week, but I, I wouldn't miss him if he's not out there on the field. I know he's a really good tackler, and uh, as far as his own corner, I think he's good. But uh, I, I like the combination that, you know, with Winfield in the slot and then also having Edwards can come down as well. I think it's uh, a lot of good versatility there. I mean, interchangeable pieces, though. Mm-hmm. Like, use what you have. And I don't think they're going to literally bench Mike Edwards in that fashion. I think it's just going to be more – what personnel is out there and kind of use it that way. Mm-hmm. If they're going to go with a lot of wide receivers out there, I mean, I'm not going to pigeonhole Mike Edwards to cover a fast, speedy receiver. Yeah. Especially if they put Odell, if it is the Rams, they're up 14, nothing now. Mm. In the slot, I'm not, I'm not going to make Mike Edwards cover <laughs> Odell in the slot. If they're moving, yeah. or even if, even if they push in cup on the inside, if they move cup everywhere. Mm-hmm. Not going to ask Mike Edwards to cover him. Yeah. Stay in time. No. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I was watching earlier, and it, it looks like, you know, Arizona was was trying to double Cooper Cup as much as possible. And obviously, you know, Stafford's finding other options in uh, Beckham or Jefferson or just, you know, running the football. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, whoever we play next is going to be a challenge, no doubt. Um, and really, for the Bucks, it's about who is healthy and who can, uh, you know, be available. But, you know, getting, uh, you know, just overall game, you know, against the Eagles, again, I thought both sides really game planned it well. Uh, The offense, I thought, was smart. You know, we we heard it there, uh, B.A. talk about it, the no huddle offense. That was really good to see, play with tempo, you know, slow it down at times if they needed to, uh, and and really just use a quick passing game. And I think that was another factor that, you know, I mentioned to Eagles fans, it's like guys haven't beat any team when you face a good quarterback and you know obviously tom had a had a field day and uh you know just took advantage it was good balance there as you see 31 uh attempts rushing versus 37 passes that's the kind of stuff you want to see and really just a really good efficient day mike evans with a a quiet nine catches 117 yards and a touchdown yeah i mean that's that's really good geo bernard 
chipping in. So, yeah. Gio, I think, is going to be another weapon where he could potentially be that kind of, you know, over the middle type of guy where he can just be another option for Tom to to hit him um, in, in different ways. And I think that's going to be uh, very important going down the stretch. Yeah, and it's one thing they, I mean, I put this on the, the intro for a reason. Mm. So they were saying how they knew what they were going to do. They're going to play deep, prevent the deep ball. And we knew that we're going to have underneath. I think every team plays us that way. Every damn team. Why don't you do this more often? Why do we wait 17 weeks for you to realize, okay, your, your two minute offense, fast paced tempo works. Keep doing it. When there's less play calls, Tom Brady reading what's happening. We're successful. Keep doing that stuff. Hit the underneath consistently. Yes. Cause then that big plays like the Mike Evans play will come about. I mean, there's no point in forcing it. They say it after the fact like they, they do this all, all day, every day. No, we see it based off of catch 22, all 22 film. You guys don't often do this. <laughs> so please consistently run a game plan where you can attack their weaknesses and not just enforce your will based off of your scheme. That's one thing I, I think is huge that the casual fan doesn't really see that they do. Mm-hmm. Easy Gio Bernard in this fashion. Amazing. Rob Gronkowski underneath. Loved it. Tyler Johnson needs to catch some of these. that can extend drives. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get mad. We won the damn game. We dominated. Yeah, I think that that one with Tyler Johnson and Tom, I think it's just a uh, chemistry thing. Uh, Tyler's got to get on the same page as Tom. Uh, you know, he's just got to not slow down there. Uh, he needs to continue to run his route and, and finish it because if he does, obviously that ball is right in his bread basket and he can catch it much easier than trying to, you know, pluck it out of the air. You know, continue to run. Don't don't stop. You're you're running towards that ball. You know, Tom's going to lead you to the spot that he wants you to be at, and, and you need to you know be there because if you continue to do that, he's not going to throw you the football. <laughs> I'll be honest with this. We we've had like weeks where we're saying maybe Tom has a tired arm. He's throwing mm-hmm. some of these inaccurate passes. I honestly don't remember one pass where I was like, oh no, like they were all either out early. Mm-hmm. or when it was down the field, it was accurate and in a spot where only one of our guys could get it. I don't remember if, if you remember any of them like that, but he, he seemed locked on like 100% locked on in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he was locked in from, from the start. I mean, maybe there was, uh, you know, one pass to Gio Bernard early in the game. I think it was like the second play. Um, other than that, I thought everything was pretty much on point and target. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff from Tom. You know, obviously there was a couple drives there where the, you know, offensive line had some mix-ups with protection and he got sacked a little bit. Um, you don't want to see that, but you know, going forward, you know, I, I like the game plan. And obviously, you know, we have the horses like Mike Evans and Gronk, you know, utilize those guys, let them be the focal points. And I thought they did a great job of finding ways to get those guys open. You know, obviously Gronk getting the easiest touchdown ever. That you <laughs> it know, was. that yeah, that's the best thing uh, for him. And it's it's really good to see those type of formations. They they ran goal line formations, which we really haven't seen at all this year, uh, and they executed it very well. You know, rushing touchdowns by Bernard and Vaughn, uh, really good stuff. And then Mike, you know, like you said, they were trying to do different things defensively, and they really had no answer. 
Uh, if they played man, Mike was getting the ball, uh, yeah. you know, cover two. It was, you know, throw underneath to running backs, tight ends, et cetera, or even Mike himself. Uh, so, yeah, it was just a good executed plan. Uh, and, and I liked it. And then same thing defensively. They kept it simple. Uh, they really dare Jalen Hurts to throw it against their coverage, and their coverage matched up and made plays. They were everywhere they needed to be. Uh, so if if the team can do stuff like this, I think we're going to be in good position. Obviously, you know, if, if the Rams are coming to town, the offensive line is, I think, the biggest thing that we have to concern ourselves with. Uh, I mean, our offensive line. So because the Rams pass rush with Aaron Donald and then Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, et cetera, those guys you have to definitely account for. And it, it's huge. I mean, well stepped in in a huge way. To be honest, mm-hmm. there was not much of a drop off. And some of the, like you were mentioning earlier about some of the sacks, breakdowns. To be honest, to me, Tom looked like he was just holding it. He was like, you know what? I'm not going to make a mistake. I'll just eat it. And that's what happened with the sack. It wasn't necessarily they just got in so fast. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I thought well stepped in perfectly. And our running game was just as like productive and efficient as it could have been. And I liked it. Like you were saying, keep it simple. They stuck to running the ball, even though it was only two or three yard chunks, you're still mm-hmm. getting volume. And that's what is going to help eventually open up the passing game even more. I mean, Mike one-on-one wide open in the middle of the field for a big touchdown like that. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that's because your running game was doing better. Uh, cruel enough. Your game looked clean. Defense was all attentive offense out there, pumping shots and running through slots, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, yeah, even you know, Krillin's a big fan of Grant Stewart. Yeah, he he was all over all over the place on special teams, like always. So, uh, really good. <laughs> Greg Paris, uh, <laughs> all college team playing the Rams. Yeah, I mean, Cardinals. Um, you know, they were they were struggling coming into this game. Uh, so. I mean, it was going to be an uphill battle, but again, it's still early. I'm not sure if it's still 14 nothing, but um, yeah. So you never know with the Cardinals. I mean, they can find ways to come back, especially with Kyler Murray and that offense. They can be explosive. So um, the only thing is, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. That's your yeah. true number one. You're relying on AJ Green to come reach back in the uh, <laughs> the years, back? yeah, right, right? The, the time capsule, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. kind of pull back some of his youthful years can't ask him to do that and then who's your number two after that yeah that christian kirk, kirk and christian kirk i mean yeah rondell moore who kind of like the same guys so i mean you don't have any guys that you can truly rely on i mean it's kyler murray's gonna have to do it himself mm-hmm. but still i mean the rams were up 17 nothing against 49ers what happened there yeah <laughs> i mean their defense looked lost at times and that right. during that comeback so yeah maybe the cardinals will you know, start running the ball. That's what they need to do uh, against the Rams, (laughs) you know, utilize James Conner and, uh, you know, see if you can get them to, you know, over pursuit a little bit. Um, look at this one. Yeah. (laughs) Zero faith dude. Looks like he's eating bacon strips. Oh man. Oh, is that the dog treats? Yeah. Oh my God. So little, I mean, Hey, I'll, I'll be honest. He does make some special plays. Mm. Kingsbury can kind of draw it up. Make it simple. Like literally run, run pass options, pass run options. I mean, identify yeah. one guy on the outside. If he does, if he goes after the ball carrier, you hold it. I mean, they need to simplify, especially down 14 0. 
It gets 21-0, then you're forced to pass. I mean, I wouldn't abandon the run just yet. But let's right. talk more Buccaneer football. Let's get away from that right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just, um, you know, people are bringing it up. But, yeah, I mean, um, you know, just looking at this game again, uh, I thought the coaching staff and everyone involved was, uh, you know, they did the right things. And that was really nice to see. No really penalties in the game. Um, no turnovers. So that's always huge. And uh, yeah, I mean, they just they made the Eagles look, you know, easy, to be honest. It was just a very crisp and business like approach. And, and that's what you want to see from the Super Bowl defending champs and definitely made a statement. And one thing I liked also, it was funny. Um, I think it was the first or second punt of the Eagles. Myron Leftwich getting hyped up, pointing at where the ball was at. I was like, I saw that from my spot. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, they were, it seemed like everyone was mind right. Everyone knew what their point was, where, where their job had to be. And like BA said, it's something I, I've been saying for all year. We got to change the standard on this team. It can't be, oh, we're, we're good. We're, we're going to expect the other team just to bow down because we're the Super Bowl champs. No, you need to know when, when you – Strap up, you get on the field, you need to perform every damn time. It's not this half-ass shit or we're going to play half of a game. No, we we got 60 minutes to go. I don't want to hear, oh, we, we're down 21. Now we're going to come back, though. Don't worry. I, we should never be down like that. You should be turned on from the second it says go. And they were, mm-hmm. no doubt, both sides of the ball, all, all three phases. I mean, even Scotty Miller with Johnny on the spot on the uh, – the special teams fumble right there. And that was awesome. Every, every facet of the game, the bucks excelled. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a huge play in the game. You know, Scotty Miller, uh, making sure the bucks recovered that, that muff punt. And, uh, cause that really changed the game. I mean, we went down after recovering that scored, I believe that was to the, the Gronk touchdown. And then obviously the, the later in the game, Shaq Barrett getting his interception, Mike Evans, uh, scores directly after so yeah those were huge uh you know just turning points of the game huge turnovers and you know really just like mark said they took care of business that's what you wanted to see and again just well executed game plan tom brady the running game offensive line doing enough and and then defensively you know being what really they've done all year and with with new guys in there too and then getting the 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 legit starters back in there with you know what we expected to see from the beginning <laughs> but uh you know this injury said nope not today but you know having them back was just gigantic and this defense did it last year in the playoffs and it seems like they're doing the same thing damn thing this year they just turn on that switch and it, it's fire it's fire those cannons and they did <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, like they've been white and jordan my head that first drive mm-hmm. was insane they were jumping around running like hype training everything and jvp looked like he had his step back it wasn't this slow old man that was a mm-hmm. shell of himself he was getting through he's getting pressure arms were up believe it or not yeah I mean, yeah, he may have not gotten a sack, but still, I saw the pressures. I saw things where there was a motor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like he was running on one leg or one arm. It, it, he actually showed he needed that rest, and he, he came out. And what's good is 
they played limited snaps. Next game, there's going to be more. They'll yeah. know what the body can do, and they can push it even more. And Shaq right. looked like he had no ill effects from that knee. I'll just say yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was a uh, con- uh, concentrated effort by the coaching staff to have them on limited snaps. I think same thing with Vita Vea and Dominican Sue. They didn't play much. I think a lot of them, you know, maybe all of them played like 30 snaps. Uh, so it was a real low t- uh, rotation where, you know, JTS, Cam Gill, uh, Anthony Nelson were all playing. Same thing with McClendon and, and Nunez Roches. So like Mark said, as we get into this week, I'm sure those numbers will increase and they'll get more, reps to really rush the passer and try to um you know affect the quarterback more because it seemed like in this game they were kind of holding uh jpp and shaq barrett more like keeping them to make sure that they contained and keep jalen hurts inside the pocket i think that was their main focus they were weren't really like just letting go all you know blazing uh you could see it on a couple plays and i think for the most part they did a good job of making Jalen throw the football and then late in the game they they really started bringing some pressures and getting wow. hits on Jalen so uh look at the snap count here on the screen mm-hmm. I mean Vita Vale is only in on 28 snaps of the 66 snaps he was in 28 less than 50 percent 42 yeah it's crazy think about it and we still had that huge of an inf- like influence on the defense Sue only 32 48 again less than 50 they were just moving these guys in and out like non-stop like that's that's huge on coaching. That's saying no, you need to get out of here, fresh body. We got the the, the horses to run this. Let's keep doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's huge by your coaching staff right there. That's great A right there. <laughs> that's doing yeah. your job. <laughs> yeah, no, it was really cool. And they even had some, you know, dime packages in there with four safeties on the field, which was, you know, really nice to see. And I hope they incorporate incorporate that more, especially if they've played team like the Rams where you really want to maximize coverage and, and and find a way to get after the quarterback um, or even, you know, uh, Kyler Murray because you want more speed on the field. So I, I love it when they have, you know, Whitehead as the as an inside linebacker and, you know, you're playing more safeties back there and have more coverage. So that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just it was just really cool to to see everything come together atmosphere like we said was fantastic Uh, you know shout out to all the fans apparently there was a lot of a lot of fights i did not see any of them Um, facebook about that yeah apparently there's a lot of fights around the stadium you know obviously eagles fans were there and you know they were upset that's too bad long flight home but you know thank you for the the cash and we'll we'll take it so um it it was funny so So a buddy that I brought, he's like, should I bring batteries? Those fans are known for throwing batteries. Mm-hmm. Like, but when we drove up, it looked like it was packed Eagles. Like, I saw nothing but green. I'm like, what the hell is all this shit? We're going to be, we're going to lose the home field advantage because everyone want to make a quick buck. Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was just people showing up in the outskirts. Cause in the tailgates, it was all bucks. It was all bucks. Once I got in, I saw waves, a sea of red. I mean, it it looked a lot better. Some some of the um, areas of fights, I know there wasn't in ours because they already knew it was over early. I was mm-hmm. kind of laughing the whole time, flaring my uh, the yeah. flags. All, all the seats that were Eagles were gone, <laughs> like literally in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was good. I mean, I didn't feel any rain. I just felt 
pure bliss. That's all I felt. Yeah, I think there there was uh it was funny. There was one Eagles fan like all the way in the front row, and he had one jersey on in the first half, and then I come back later in the second half. He's got a whole new jersey on. It's it's Eagles jersey, but it's just like a brand new jersey. I think it was like a Gardner Minshew jersey <laughs> that was on him, which was kind of funny. Uh but yeah, there was, you know, again, I guess, you know, when you have alcohol flowing and all that stuff, you know, fights are going to happen. Um, but I thought, I just thought it was funny. I was like, where, man, where were all these fights taking place? I didn't see any of them. Uh, but anyway, I thought the, the, our fans were outstanding as always, and they did a, a great job and it was a well-deserved win by the, by the Buccaneers. Uh, but a lot of people in the chat are, you know, talking about how the Rams were not going to beat them. I'm like, well, let's just let's wait and see, guys. Oh, okay, yeah. so to be honest, let's, let's pump it on over to the what's going on. It is 21 nothing. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Stafford's numbers look gaudy over here. Seven nine three yards, a touchdown. Sever got a rushing touchdown on the one, but they just scored because Kyler Murray's dumbass just threw a three yard <laughs> interception. Uh, interception. Dumb decision. Don't do that, especially in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, that that just can't happen. You you just gave away the ball. I mean, so I'm not necessarily worried about their defense. With let me forgive me. Let me retract that. I'm worried if our offensive line isn't mm-hmm. up to par. Then I'm very worried. Yeah. But their secondary, their two safeties are out. They called in uh, Eric Weddle. Yeah, Ian called him. Said, "Are you fat? You ready to go?" <laughs> Or you're not fat, come on in. <laughs> yeah. Years off. I mean, your two safeties are out. Brady's going to pick that apart. Mm-hmm. To me, that's a good thing, in my opinion. Uh, but it all matters if Worfs and Jensen can go and give Brady the time to read that that position down the field. Right. So, I mean, don't yeah. don't count us out ever. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're still loaded. Tom Brady's your quarterback. Your defense is playing lights out right now, and they're getting healthy. Mm-hmm. Do not at all count the bucks out on any game yeah i wouldn't count them out especially when we have an opportunity to get you know leonard fournette back you know maybe ronald jones uh and you you know maybe sean murphy (laughs) bunting as well so uh (laughs) most likely um yeah yeah i mean yeah just don't count us out because first of all you have number 12 who's you know the greatest in playoffs and then you also have JPP who hasn't lost a playoff game. So you got that going for you. There's just a lot of good things, um, you know, that this team can present. And obviously, yes, it will be a difficult matchup against the Rams. The Rams have given us trouble over the last couple of years. But again, this is playoffs. It's a different phase of the year, different uh, focus, just different overall energy and mentality. So I would expect the, the Bucks to you know, be ready for whoever it's going to be. And it, it should be electric once again in, in Raymond James Stadium. And that's the hugest point right there. It's yep. It will be in Ray J. Yeah, Ray J. J and a short week for the Rams. Yeah. They have to fly east to us, which is another, you know, tough thing to do. Um, so you're traveling to Tampa on a short week afternoon game as well. And uh, yeah, I mean... Bucks should have, I think, a really good shot. And again, now it comes down to, like Mark said, the offensive line. If the offensive line is healthy, then that's going to make the difference. Krillin, you're making some funny comments down in the chat. <laughs> but, uh, 
Curlin's ready. Again, it, say we lost to the Rams in the regular season. That's the regular season. We also got slaughtered by the Saints twice. Mm-hmm. Both years. Both Tom Brady years. We just can't beat them. But the second you get into the playoffs, a whole other ordeal. I mean, the the scheming gets better. The, the seriousness and how much they buckle down gets better. More involved. More laser focus. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, you've seen that little laser eyes thing he puts out there. Turns into a different animal. Our defense sets up even more. I mean, if Stafford's hobbling around, our defense is going to get after him. It's, look at it from that facet. Not just Tom's not going to be able to go with uh, Worfs and Jensen down. What if our defense gets turnovers? What if we get short fields and we just kind of win that in that fashion? Mm-hmm. Just turn the ball over and we keep pushing it that way. At right. home, it's just huge. I don't think you guys realize maybe it's the years and years of losing that mm-hmm. not knowing what home field advantage does for you. Right. But when when they're inside the 20, the house is rocking. No one can hear jack shit. I mean, mm-hmm. good luck when you're down in the in the red zone, you got the pirate ship blowing in your ear. It it's it's something surreal, like crazy. And it's awesome to be a witness of. And good luck to any playoff team that's gonna come in here and try and take us down that way. No, I agree. Because you look at our home record, eight and one so far. Uh, we play really damn good there. I mean, averaging again another thirty-one point game. I think that's second most uh, in in playoff history as far as the consecutive games. I think it's uh, five straight now. So, I mean, they just they find ways to put up points at home, and they find a way to not allow a lot. You know, I think the margin is thirty-three points per game on offense, and only seventeen points allowed, uh, and that held held true yesterday. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I like our chances at home. I, I don't care if it's the Cardinals or the Rams. You know, I, I like how the coaching staff is dialing things up. I think they've figured things out, and and maybe they were all along holding things back. You know, obviously you don't like to say that, but, you know, this this staff is smart. They understand, you know, what they have to do and what fits best. And, uh, you know, obviously we're, we're, we're seeing that with the no-huddle offense, the utilization of Mike Gronk running game coming along now it's about uh you know just going out there and executing that plan defensively getting after it and that, that is a huge talking point i know we touched it earlier i mean mike and gronk those are plenty enough weapons that anyone could ever ask for i mean mm-hmm. the saints go deep in the playoffs when they had drew Brees with just michael thomas and kamara that's literally all they've had for years mm-hmm. and they just make it work they have two guys we have two Hall of Fame guys, not to mention you're likely getting Lenny Fournette back. You have all-world quarterback in Tom Brady. You have an offensive line, if healthy, that is pretty much the tops in the league. And you have guys that know how to get open down the field. Hopefully, Cyril Grayson's back as well. You get that connection back. So mm. speed and space is there. Using Geo. Good, good God. <laughs> good luck. I mean, I know he got hurt in that game, right? That's the one he got hurt at. He just mm-hmm. threw it at his knee. So Yeah, they did. I mean, maybe there's stuff in there. He's like, oh, no, I want to stomp this team because they're hunting. So let me hunt right back. So, I mean, there's a whole lot of areas where we can attack. It's just, yeah, our O-line. Just don't mm-hmm. worry about that all week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, please send out the, the prayers. Uh, right. Next. <laughs> do do the uh circle of prayer for 
uh, Tristan Wirfs and Ryan Jensen. Hopefully they can heal up very quickly. You know, TB12, I'm sure, is working on them. Uh, Alex Guerrero, I'm sure, is getting the uh, acupuncture and all that good stuff that he needs to do <laughs> to get it cleaned up. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, just a great win for this franchise. It was it was really nice to see. Um, and, you know, the Eagles, like, you know, going forward, I think they're going to be in good hands with Jalen Hurts. I, I talked about it a lot. That guy's an exceptional leader and just a very good person first, but then also a, a heck of a talent. And I think he'll be okay. They just got to get a little bit more around him. And uh, I think the Eagles will definitely be fine. And obviously the the bonus for them is they have three first round picks. So that's uh, that's always nice uh, to go into the offseason and, and, you know, build on your team. But, you know, back to the Bucks, I just couldn't be more happier. I thought they put everything together. It was a nice, just well-executed game. And it's quite different from what we saw last year in the wild card against uh, Washington, you know, on the road and a little bit closer. Uh, but it was also a game where I felt, you know, the Bucks controlled the whole way, and, and that's what happened in this one. I'm, I'm looking at the Rams game right now, though, starting mm-hmm. topic, just because everyone's so hurting about it. Yeah, and look at the Cardinals, they don't have much in pass rushers. Yeah, you have Chandler Jones, you got one get one dude. If you're relying on him only, I mean, it's not you can't make a pass rush out of nothing. So right. we we can attack from anywhere. And that's the scary thing with our defense, interchangeable where you're bringing safeties, corners, let Devin White in the A-gaps. If Sue and Vita Vey, they can launch your centers into the air and then get around you. So look at our defensive line, our front seven, and then look at the Cardinals. I mean, they're, they're playing so much zone because they can't match up with all the speed that the Rams have and then the motioning that they're giving. They're just trying not to get beat with man. So yeah, it's just we're going to get in faster than what the Cardinals are doing right now. They're, they're playing too too much back, way too much. But yeah, basically they got off the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree there. I, I you know when I look at you know our defensive backs and how they match up against the Rams receivers, I think we have uh, a good thing there because Carlton Davis is very physical. Also, uh, Jamel Dean is a physical corner. So I think you look at those guys. They can if if we want to play some press coverage with zone, you know, over the top, we can do so. Uh, you know, obviously getting Sean Murphy bunting back that adds more versatility where we can play some more, you know, flood zone underneath and have guys there uh, to take away the short stuff that the Rams like to do and then, you know, try to match up uh, and, and just different, you know, facets of, you know, how they want to attack. But like you said, Levante and Devin White, I think blitzing makes a huge difference. Uh, Shaq Barrett has kind of struggled against Rob Havenstein, who's a right tackle. Um, you know, the Rams have a really good pass blocking offensive line. I think they're like right behind us as far as best offensive line and pass protection. So it'll be a challenge, but I, I like with our big guys up front, I think we can push the pocket and, you know, obviously get Stafford to move around and hopefully force them into some, uh, you know, mistakes going forward. I mean, it's, it's a team game. I mean, yeah, you can't isolate Shaq alone. Yes. He's a, Big money player. He ha- he has that 19 and a half sack aura over him. That everyone mm. expects the same thing. I still think he will shine. His effort is always there. Is it, if he's going to get two or three sacks in this game, who knows? But I guarantee he's going to be pushing the pocket. He's not going to get manned up and thrown to the ground. Mm. Like, let's put it that way, in that, in that fashion. But, 
I mean, I'm looking at these passes. Kyler Murray has two interceptions, one for a, a touchdown. He was a bullcrap. He just underthrew it in the air just to throw it away. Got intercepted. <laughs> hey, gosh, like you can't make dumb mistakes like that in the playoffs. Brady, Brady don't do that. <laughs> no. Yeah, and the Cardinals' offensive line is is not the Bucks' offensive line. Um, even if the Bucks' offensive line is injured, uh, that's a, still a better unit than what the Cardinals have. And 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 again, Kyler, it, it's tough for him because what he's five eight, you know, at best, and it's just he's it's tough for him to see from inside the pocket, and then you know he's got to roll around and, and and make things happen that way. So if Kyler doesn't have that first option available, it, it's tough for him to really you know, sustain from inside the, uh, the pocket there. Yeah. And again, you can manufacture pressure in certain ways, guys. I mean, singling out one guy to get pressure. That's why I'm saying with like the Cardinals and Chandler Jones, you can't expect mm-hmm. Chandler Jones to go light it up when yeah. everyone knows the same. Well, thing. I was just, I was just talking about the past, like, you know, Shaq has struggled against their right tackle before, but again, it, it, like you said, it's going to take a team effort. You know, they're going to utilize more, I think, uh, games along the defensive front where we, you know, use a lot more stunts and twists and stuff like that. Uh, and probably send blitzes from everywhere um, that, you know, Todd Bowles likes to do. And also got to remember, I think, you know, the Bucks are way more healthier uh, than they were in this first matchup in week three. I think Carlton Davis went out very early in that game. Um, so he didn't play. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, was, was hurt. Um, yeah. And then offensively, you know, had a dud where he just couldn't really figure anything out. Um, so I, I expect things to be different, you know, going around this time. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Brady, give him any time to kind of study, diagnose, and understand, okay, where did I mess up last time? I'm going to fix it this time. Mm. I truly value that. I mean, we've seen it happen. And then to get even more firepower back with Lenny, hopefully. Uh, I don't know where Rojo's at, but Cyril Grayson, if he's coming back. Mm. Just give more more of the thoroughbreds, thoroughbreds, the speed and space, the stuff like that where Brady has confidence in these guys. You don't have to force feed Evans or Gronk even though they are there yeah, for them to get doubled and attack over top. I mean, there's right. areas to attack on anywhere on the field. And, and again, this could be the game where Scotty Miller shows yeah. up, you know, he's starting to get more involved in the offense. He had, a, you know, a couple catches, I think yesterday and also had, you know, an end around. So there's starting to slowly get him more back into the game and, you know, become an option. And obviously, you know, with the struggles of Tyler Johnson with dropping the football, they're looking for a number two guy to step up behind Mike Evans. So, again, that window, I think, is going to be open and it's going to be by committee right now. And so we'll, we'll see how they they utilize, uh, you know, all of them. Mesh routes, I think, are going to be something we'll see more of, hopefully drag routes, stuff like that, over routes. Uh, it, it should be a good one. Yeah. I mean, offensively, we know what we can do. It's just attack and execute. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing that's always going to be with the Bucks offense. It's executing your plan and execute, execute, execute. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get away from the running game because when we do that, we talk about the other team getting one-dimensional. When we do it, it's bad, too. That's when Brady starts throwing interceptions. We don't want that. Oh, here we go. Vita will be key. We'll need pressure coming up in the middle. And he's always the key. That's why he got – 
that much money because he is that mm. important to this defense. And he's going to play a lot more snaps this game. I guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just going through the comments here. Again, we appreciate, guys, a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, uh, again, we're live here on Real Bucks uh, Talk. Also, you know, before we go, I just want to throw out uh, our promo code uh, with the Pigskin Podcast Network. Be sure to sign up on DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, go on there and, and sign up, and you can just bet a dollar, and you have a chance to win $100 in free bets. It's a great time of year to you know, obviously put some bets on these, uh, playoff games and you can do, you know, any kind of bet you can do the prop bets, which are really fun. Uh, I think those are the best ones to get some, you know, easy cash. Uh, so that's something to look at. And, uh, there it is right there as Mark's got on the screen. <laughs> so yeah, just go there, draftkings.com, use that code. And it's uh, a lot of good deals there for you guys to, to utilize. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, summing it up here again, we appreciate all you guys joining us. Uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here, uh, as we get ready to watch the rest of this Rams Cardinals game. It looks like it's going to be pretty much the Rams on Sunday at three o'clock against the Buccaneers. Can't wait. Should be a great game. Uh, we'll try, uh, maybe we can do some type of live stream later in the week, uh, to break that down. Uh, we'll also have our film studies coming out uh, from this past game, really go more in depth of what the offense and the defense did. And uh, we'll probably kind of keep it the same where we highlight, you know, best player uh, of the game and, and really go into that, you know, more as, as we go forward here into the postseason. Absolutely. I hope you guys enjoy it and like the different type of kind of layout we're doing with the, the film studies. I mean, the whole, the whole team, that's a whole lot of talking. I think you guys want the short and sweet. Let us know in the comments if you want mm. specific things. Always let us know. We literally we use you guys as our inspiration and drive the channel. So thank you for everything you guys always do in the chat and always kind of keeping us laughing too, even through some of the hard times and some of the good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so again, thank you guys so much. Uh, with that said, everyone have a great night. Go Bucks, and we'll see you on the next time. Cobra Kai. <laughs> Cobra Kai never dies.